So, John, have you been quite busy this week? Oh, me? No, it's been a breeze. You know, new job, watching like eight <laughs> films a week. I've just been, I've had too much time, if anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, listeners, uh, we have decided, uh, we've just, uh, technically we just finished recording our Oscars episode, and we thought we're actually going to put this out instead of our... Uh, Regularly scheduled episode. I was going to yeah. say, our, I was about to say our favourite episode, I thought that'd be confusing. Yeah, our episode on The Favourite, yes. which is going to come out next Friday. Yeah, instead. So as not to spam your feed, you know. Basically, we've been watching a bunch of films this week just to get everything like all done before the Oscars, get all the reviews recorded, ready to go out, and yeah, obviously we're going to watch everything and still have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. And so we've not really had a chance to uh, put the favorite episode together. No. So you know, we're just going to put that out next week, and hopefully you'll forgive us. Yeah, and then everything will be back to a regular schedule. But yeah, so you know, you get this this week. It means you don't have two episodes of our shows to watch. You know, we know you have other shows. You know. So it makes things easier for you. You can mm. listen to this this week, and then mm. next week we'll have the favourite and everything will be back to normal. But yes, yeah. thank you for your patience. We hope you enjoy this. Hope you really enjoy the Oscars as well. Yeah, have a great Oscars if you're watching. And if not, sorry we talked about it so much. If you don't care about the Oscars, but you just love our show, sorry that we like it so much, but we are nerds. But yeah, here's our thoughts on the Oscars. Yep, yeah, enjoy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we normally pitch prequels, sequels and spin-offs to films that don't have any. But today it is our Oscars episode. Yes. Because it's the Oscars this weekend and god damn are we excited for it. We have, we have put a lot of hours into watching these films and now we are going to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was thinking the format for this episode, okay. uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to go through every award. Sure. Read out the, the nominees. I've got a big list here, big whole spreadsheet. Oh, of course you do. And uh, we each... Pick our favourite and pick our natural prediction. Oh, okay. So then we can use this for our party on Sunday. Exactly, yeah. Nice. Okay. And then when we do our reaction episode, which will also be out on the main show after the Oscars, after after this coming weekend, mm-hmm. um, we can, you know, compare scores. Nice. Okay, I like that. See, see who did well, see who got more awards right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll breathe through some of the... So I've got this in the order of how much I don't, how much I don't care. Okay, sure. So we're starting at the bottom and working our way up. Yeah. You know, so we'll, we'll breathe through some of the, the first ones quite quickly. And then we'll get on finishing with Best Picture. We'll also announce our ranking of the nine Best Picture films. Sounds good. Just a little note before we start. We've done reviews of most of these films. Not all, but most of these films have their own reviews on our bonus show, Beyond Beyond the Box Set, which you can hear by signing up to our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. Mm -hmm. So, And also a lot of them are actually free right now. So if you want to give it a little taster, go to patreon.com forward slash Beyond the Box Set. Yeah, we're putting out all of this year's Oscar nominees Mm -hmm. for, well, Best Picture and Acting, let's Mm -hmm. say. Uh, We're putting all those ones out for free. Um, most of them are already up, and uh, the rest of them will be up by Sunday. Yes. Um, we're in the middle of an Oscar week right now. We're putting up an episode a day. Yes. Just because why not? Why not, There's indeed? L- yeah. We've watched a lot of films. We so... want to talk about them. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get started, shall we? Sure, hit me. Okay, so first category here is animated short. I know that neither of us have seen any of these. I'm going to go on title alone, because I've not se- I don't think I've seen any of them, unless there's a Pixar random one that I might have seen. Okay, well, the titles are Dikera. Might be pronouncing that wrong. You probably are. Hair Love. Oh, okay. I've heard of that one. Kit Bull. Nope. Memorable. Uh, n- nope. And Sister. Okay. I'm going to go... With, oh, do you want to go first? or? I'm going to go with Memorable. That's my prediction. Okay. 
don't bother picking favourites if you've not seen it. it sure enough. Uh, where are you going to go with? I'm going to predict Hair Love, because that's the only one I've actually heard of. Okay, sure. Yes. It is, I believe it's a little sweet little cartoon about a single dad of a, like a... An African-American dad and daughter and how he, like, looks after her hair. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with memorable because it sounds emotional. Yeah, it's, it sounds, you'd hope, memorable, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, okay, next category, short film. Okay. So we have Brotherhood, mm-hmm. Nefta Football Club, right. The Neighbours Window, mm-hmm. Sierra, or A Sister. Wasn't as in, there as was, in A Sister. A, there a in sister? one of the animated shorts, there was Sister. And now this is A Sister. So mm-hmm. one, a- one of them's died. It's just the one now. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I, there's not even any that are particularly interesting here. The football club one, Neft football club. Uh, sure. Okay. I'll, I'm going to go with a sister. A sister. Okay, just, sure. to, just to see. Um, okay. Documentary short. Mm-hmm. Um, again, neither of us have seen any of these, as far as I know. In the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone. <laughs> Life overtakes me. Saint Louis Superman. Saint Louis Superman. Yeah, I, I guess. Okay. What is it like, Superman and Lewis? I, I, I don't know. And walk, run, cha cha. Which is Walk Run Cha Cha. Which is that? That's me. That, I, I'm predicting that one just for fun. Well, okay. I mean, that's the, clearly the best one on the title. But given that you've <laughs> taken that one to make things <laughs> more exciting, I will go with How to Learn to Skateboard in a War Zone, which also sounds pretty interesting. Yep. That's that's yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, documentary. Okay. Documentary feature is this? Yeah. 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 Feature length. So American Factory. Okay. The Cave. Mm-hmm. The Edge of Democracy. For Sama, and Honeyland. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first? I'm going to go with Fosama. That was the one that had loads of BAFTAs, wasn't it? It's oh, was the, it? It's about the Syrian family living in London, I think. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's probably a good shout. Um, so, yeah, you can have that. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can have it as well if you want. No, no. I, I think I will have Honeyland. I've not seen it yet, but I know it's also in Best Foreign Films. If it's in, if it's in two, that suggests that it's going to be pretty good. Okay. I know it's from, uh, it's from North Macedonia, which mm. is quite interesting. So, yeah. Sure. All right. Okay. Now into some more interesting stuff because we've seen all, all everything from this category. Right. So this is sound mixing. Not that we know what that is. Sure. But it's always a joy to just be generally befuddled. Yes. I'll be really sad if they ever get rid of this category just because I like yeah. being, I like being bemused by it. Sound mixing and sound editing. Yeah. I, if they ever like put them together, I'll be really sad. I like that these two seemingly identical awards just are always there. And it's just like, all right. <laughs> you don't think there's more deserving awards to be split into two? Probably yes, but I just like the randomness of these two just clinging on somehow. Think of the diversity they could add if they split some other awards in two. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, I get you, but I don't know. I just, I like it. I like the ridiculousness of it. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So nominees for sound mixing are Ad Astra, mm-hmm. Ford v Ferrari, mm-hmm. Joker, mm-hmm. 1917, mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So pick a favorite as well as a prediction. Oh, okay. Just a favorite from a sound mixing perspective, though. Yeah. Because I feel like, well, my favorite of in general, was 1917. Mm. But when I think of sound mixing... Yeah, we're not talking best film. No, no, sure. What, what were they against? So it was... Ad Astra, Ford v Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time. So I feel like mixing of different sounds... Mm. Again, I'm trying to think of the difference between sound mixing and sound editing. <laughs> I, I'm really trying. I don't know, but I'm trying my best here. <laughs> I feel like Ford versus Ferrari did that quite well because it had mm-hmm. lots of like racing noises. Mm-hmm. So maybe that. Are you going, is, that is that for both? I'm going to predict Ad Astra. Okay. And I will say I hope Ford versus Ferrari gets it. Because then it doesn't go home empty-handed. Because it's not it's not winning Best Picture. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I've favourited Ford v Ferrari and also predicted it. Okay, so that's a good shot for Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Okay, sound editing. Uh-huh. Ford v Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Joker. Mm-hmm. 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Uh, was the sound in Joker really that like, interesting? I can't no, be- I can't I, remember I, I, anything sound-wise about it. That I, was that I watched different. it last night just to refresh myself. Okay. It's, it's just whatever. A, just a film. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, sound editing. Uh, for this one, I might say 1917. Mm-hmm. For both, I will say favorite, and I will predict. I feel like Star Wars never wins this. I'll predict Ford versus Ferrari again. Okay, sure. Well, I went for 1917 for both. Okay. Basically, these boring awards that I don't understand, I've pretty much just gone for both. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm still. And if 1917 about it. like sweeps, sometimes they just win everything because. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, next up, music, original song. Oh, okay. So, Toy Story 4 with I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away. Oh, yeah. Who sang that? I do not know. Okay. <laughs> Rocket Man with I'm Gonna Love Me Again. Uh huh. Breakthrough with I'm Standing With You, yeah. which neither of us have seen. I've heard that song, though. It is boring. <laughs> Frozen 2, Into the Unknown, which you've not seen. I've heard the song, though. It is and okay. Harriet with Stand Up. Which we've heard, yes, mm-hmm. at the end of the film. Uh, I will say my favourite is probably Into the Unknown. Okay. It's a decent little pop song. Yeah. I will predict that it will go to I'm Gonna Love Me Again by Elton John. Mm. Yeah, I've I've also predicted that, and I've definitely favoured that as well. Like, sure. Well, into the Unknown was... It wasn't even the best song in that film. I've, it's the only one from that film I've heard because it was in the charts. I've sure, not seen the yeah. film, but yeah. Yeah. No, Frozen 2 annoyed me music-wise because mm. I feel like the first one was really strong with music. Yeah. Not just Let It Go. Like, the other Snowman, songs... yeah. Yeah, the other songs were... Most of them, if not all of them, were quite... Rememberable. Yeah. Uh, memorable. Yeah, <laughs> rememberable. Yeah, whereas this one, nothing was. No. And like they picked the wrong one to nominate for an Oscar, and also nothing was really memorable. Yeah. Well, at least that stupid song from The Lion King isn't nominated, so, yeah. What? Spirit by Spirit, Beyonce? Yeah. I'm sorry, Beyonce, but that song was, was tedious. It, 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 was, it was not the one. No, it was really not. No. She, she, she can win one when she deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that song that, that song from Breakthrough, uh, I'm Standing With You, is dull. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. So I'll be disappointed if that wins. Well, that was its only nomination, so I'm yeah. glad I didn't watch that film to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's this weird Christian film, and it's, the only reason it's nominated is because it was written by an, a writer called Diane Warren, who's mm. been written, nominated like something like 17 times and never won. So mm. it might just win just to give her a win, but Oof. it'd be weird if she won for this. It'd be yeah. worse than Glenn Close winning for The Wife. Like, mm. like she wrote some of the... I'm trying to think what you would know from Diane Warren, like, how do I live by Leon Rimes? Do you know that song? No. How do I live without you? No. no. Can't fight the moonlight. What? Can't fight the moonlight. How does that go? You can try to resist, try to hide from my kiss, but you know, don't you know that you can't fight the moonlight? No, you can't fight it. Oh my god, that sounds like so many songs. It was it was a number one <laughs> hit. It's like it, yeah, she writes like, generic pop songs. I really might know that one. You but, probably do, but not with my voice. But it sure. just sounds like a million other songs at the sure. same time. It's like that's that's kind of what she does. I felt so close to getting it. She's like, <laughs> wait, is this Spice Girls? No, is it? No, no. What, who is this? <laughs> Leanne Rhymes. Cool. If that means anything to you, no, no. Okay, fine. Um, okay, next up, makeup and hair. Mm-hmm. The nominees are Bombshell, Joker, mm-hmm. Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. And 1917. Okay. I'm going to go and favourite Bombshell. Mm-hmm. I, I predict and favourite Bombshell. I've done the same. Yeah. I really thought that one did... Yeah, some, it did really good work. Incredible makeup. Like, it, like it made uh, Charlize Theron... It, Look like it, a different person. Along with her acting. Yeah. It did. And then looking at What's-His-Face as well. What, John Lithgow? Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Like, also Nicole Kidman's wigs for her. Like, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. her hair as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like John Lithgow... 
that's some of the best best fat prosthetics I've ever seen. I think. Yes, yes, definitely. Like comparing that to Gary Oldman, hundred like, percent, yeah. darkest hour, much much more natural looking. Yeah, yeah. This one, I thought, like, wow, well, he's really committed to this role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to Google it just to just, just to, to be check. sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, so next up is film editing. Yes. Okay. So the nominees are Ford v Ferrari, mm-hmm. The Irishman. No, flat no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did they edit? What was on the cutting room floor? Come on. Four hours, guys. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, mm? Joker, mm? and Parasite. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Interesting one, right? Yeah, because I feel like from a... Again, because the racing sequences were really impressive, I feel like maybe Ford vs. Ferrari is going to be that film that like sweeps all the technicals, even though it's mm. like not really in anything else. Mm-hmm. But then Parasite it's was... the best picture nominee, John. Yeah, I mean, in terms of what it wins, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then Parasite was so good. And it was, I think... Again, we're looking at the editing, not the quality of the film. Within true, the true. Yeah, I'll go with Ford versus Ferrari, just because I feel like that was a technical achievement in editing, probably. Is that for both? I'll say I want Parasite, but I predicted Ford versus Ferrari. Okay, sure. Well, I've um, I've done Ford v Ferrari for both, and mm. my reason being is that it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie about a thing I'm not interested in, but it kept my interest. That's a very like, good point, yeah. Like, without trouble, like... I didn't struggle to, to stay interested in this film. Yeah, no, um, that is I, very valid. I was expecting it to be boring. No, for, I was so proud to be bored. For yeah. many reasons, and it just wasn't. So yeah. I guess it takes it for that. Yeah, no, that is that is very valid. I know there's other factors at play mm. to, for that to be the case. Um, okay, animated feature film. This is okay. more my category than it is yeah, yours. Yeah, you've seen all of these, right? So How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, mm-hmm. I Lost My Body, Klaus... Missing Link and Toy Story 4, which okay. is the only one you've seen of this country. Yeah. Uh, I will predict Toy Story 4 anyway, because, you know, Pixar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I want... Even though I've not seen the other ones, I don't really want it to win, because I didn't really care for it. Mm. You said I Lost My Body's really good. I'll say I hope that wins. Yeah, I, I'd like to go with I Lost My Body. I, mm. like, I thought the animation in it was quite an interesting style. Not necessarily the best animation in this, mm-hmm. But the story of it, I thought, was really fascinating, and I, I actually really like you to watch it just so we can talk about it. I will. I will definitely watch it. It's only an hour twenty. Sure. Well. Yeah, that's it. The animations are pretty easy to get through, yeah. so I will. It's, watch it's it. subtitled, by the way. It's French. Oh, well, then I'm not bothering. Oh, sorry. Sorry, no. Not um, that. But my prediction is missing link. Missing link. Okay, really? Because well, that has been sweeping some of the awards, and the scale of this film, when you actually. When, when you look at what it is and you see some of the behind the scenes, which they do not shy shy away from showing, mm. well, is it claymation or yeah. stop motion? Oh, okay. It's 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 actually incredible. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, apparently there's a bridge scene in it. Like, obviously, I know the scene mm. that it took over a year to film. Oh, wow. Okay, that's and very it, impressive. And it's not like that's half the film. It's just part of the. It's climax. just a, a single moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and it's like well, that's. That's very intense. That's good. Okay, wow. I, I I appreciate that. So, are you saying Toy Story 4 for both? I'm predicting Toy Story 4, but I would say I would, I would like um, the um, I Lost My Body to win, please. Okay. Even sure. though I've not seen it. Sure. Okay, next up, costume design. Mm. So, we have The Irishman, yeah. Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, why is Bombshell up for this one? That actually had costumes. Um, well, I had that amazing dress at the start. That's the only one I can really remember, to be fair. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, it probably had more than the Irishman sure. did. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Irishman, they're just wearing suits. So, no. Yeah. Nothing for the Irishman. <laughs> Go home. What were they before? Jojo Rabbit? Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time. Huh. I think maybe Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is that a prediction? I will predict Little Women. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Oscar's often like a period film. Yeah, same. But I think... Same, I predicted it. Yeah, I think I like... 
Hollywood because it's like capturing a lot of different types of people. Mm-hmm. Cause it's got like a, a movie star, a stuntman, a starlet, and it's got like a bunch of hippies. I feel like I, as as I remember it, it looked pretty good. I feel like I remember a lot of costumes from that as, as yeah, looking okay. pretty decent. So yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I printed Little Women, but I've, I've given it to Jojo Rabbit as my favorite. Okay. Um, well, just, I can't think of any specific costumes in that though. I mean, obviously the Hitler outfit, but well, yeah, there were there were, there were multiple uniforms and yeah. uh, Sam Rockwell coming out in drag at the end. Oh, I guess he did. Yeah, there were, his... there, there were a few little bits there. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm not sure in this category at all. Sure, yeah, there's nothing that really stands out, like you know. Yeah, it's not like Black Panthers in it this year where you're like, yes, yeah, this the, must win. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing strong, and there's a period piece, so we all know where it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next up is music. Okay, score. Score. Okay. So we have Joker. Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. I will predict Joker. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think if any of those films had scores that I found that interesting. Hmm. None of them really jumping out. I can't even remember what 1917's score was. And no, I, I love no, the me, film. me neither. <laughs> Marriage Story's score? Was it just jazz? <laughs> I, can't, I honestly can't remember. What were the other two? Uh, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Star Wars. None of them really jumped out at me, to be honest, mm. score-wise. I will say... Oh, give it to Little Women. To Little Women? Yeah. Wow. I feel like it was at least pretty. Well, I've favourited and predicted um, Star Wars. Okay. I think, because I, I really think that John Williams took it to, took it to the next level. Oh, is this, this like his last one as well? So I think maybe, so, yeah. Maybe he'll get like a, you know, like a farewell Oscar. Mm. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean like in a mean way. I'm just like, you know, if people are knowing he's retiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he's got a million Oscars already. So sure, like, he's, not, he's not shy of them, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Next one up is visual effects. Okay. So nominees, we have Avengers Endgame. Right. Only one. It's, it's only nomination. We get um, it. We know where your vote's going. <laughs> the Irishman, mm-hmm. 1917, The Lion King, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. N- again, not The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Was not here for all that de-aging nonsense. See, my thing with visual effects is, because of what it is specifically, mm-hmm. it needs to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because in most cases, most films, it is recreating something that, you know, is, is, is supposed to look natural. Yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't look natural, you know, if somebody's face looks a bit rubbery, or yeah. if the Ratty 1917 doesn't look quite right, or if Endgame has a, some dodgy green screen at times. Sure. Heaven forbid, yeah. Yeah, well, it does. Then, like... <laughs> then, like it takes it's, you out. It, yeah. It's not It's not happening. Like, you're not the best visual effects if you're no. not perfect. Yeah, true. Unless so, everyone's imperfect, and you're the closest to perfect out of an imperfect bunch. Yeah, but, you know, Lion King was pretty damn good, though. It was. Visually. <sighs> yeah, I guess. But, but then I hated the way the mouths moved. Did you? Yeah, I really did. Actually, no, I'm not going to vote for that. I didn't like it. All right. Okay, so what's your favourite then? So, what have we got? Endgame, Irishman, 1917, Lion King, Star Wars. Hmm. I will say... I will predict and hope for Endgame. All right. I I just didn't like what the Lion King was doing. with. And yes, the lions looked amazing, but the way the mouths moved was creepy and I didn't like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure, okay, yeah, that's fine. Well, I've gone for Lion King for both. Okay, sure. Um, I'd... Wow, who knew I'd be, like, standing on, on the Endgame hill? Well, no, because I'm voting for visual effects, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And, fine. yeah, Endgame did some amazing stuff, like with Hulk and Thanos and stuff, yes. but, like I said, there were some bits that weren't quite perfect, and I feel this category, you need to be perfect. Sure. But, given it's the most financially successful film, like, 
the second most financially successful film of all time or whatever its record is. It is the most successful. The most successful, sorry. Okay. Maybe they want to give it just the one thing it's nominated for, you know? Mm. I don't know if that's how it works, but maybe. We'll see. Uh, well, either way, I mean, Disney's probably got it. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they've got three out of five in this category. Yeah, so. they're probably good, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next up, production design. Mm-hmm. So we have The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Ooh, okay. So, production design. What are you going to go for here? That's like the sets, isn't it? Mm. Run through them again with me. The Irishman. No. Jojo Rabbit. No. 1917. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Maybe. Parasite. Yeah. Okay, it's two horse race for me. Do you think a lot of what 1917 did was practical, or was a lot of it done with CGI? In terms of like the sets, I mean, like the... According to the behind the scenes, it was mostly practical. They all actually set all that up, like, you know, for the, the long shots and the panning. And One thing they said in the behind the scenes was they had to... So, obviously, they, they couldn't cut scenes out. They couldn't edit the film in no. post, really. Mm, sure. So, they had to have the script completely ready. They had to give it to the actors and get them to rehearse it. Yeah. They went to the location, got the actors to rehearse their lines while moving about as well. While, mm. like, so, right now, you'd be walking down this trench here, and they measured everything out. Mm-hmm. just by the speed of how the actors were talking, oh, just okay. to see what distances were going to be, and then they dug the trenches up to the appropriate distances. See, that's... Yeah, I'm going to give... I want to give it to that for the sheer amount of effort they it went It feels to. like a lot of detail. Yeah, that feels like more than just, like, CGI. Like, Parasite, I assume that was your other run Yeah, because it looked amazing, but it, it wasn't... It, 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 it really... Parasite gave a really great sense of a set. Like Place, a, a location, sense of where you yeah. are. It's like the and two like, main the, houses. The building was a character. It really was, yeah. Like, it was referred to multiple times. Like, it's, yeah. it definitely was. But 1917, though. No, I agree. It's, it's just undeniable. That's yeah. my prediction and my hope. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, foreign film. Oh, of, okay. Of which we've both seen two. So we've not seen Corpus Christi, Honeyland, or Les Miserables. No, not the same one, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we have both seen Pain and Glory and Parasite. Yes. I would have liked to have seen all five, just run out of time. Yeah. They're hard to get hold of. Yeah. They made these easy to get hold of, I'd I'd have watched them, but sure. I will try and see them in the future. Uh, it's a no-brainer. I mean, I love Pain and Glory a lot, but it's a no-brainer for Parasite, really. It's such so, a standout. Well, obviously that's a prediction because of all foreign films, one of them is in the best picture. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, you know. Mm. Um, where was your favourite? I'm still going to give it to Parasite. Okay. See, I've given it to Pain and Glory. Oh, well. I'm not really sure why, because I think that actually when we did the episodes, I may have rated it lower. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if that's where you... What you believe? You know, I mean, that's lovely. Uh, but yeah, I know. I, I, I feel like Parasite is just kind of undeniable at this point. Mm. Like, it's just so unique. Whereas Pink yeah. Glow is just like, oh, that's really nice. I mean, I'm predicting Parasite. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, okay, all right. We're, uh, we're really getting there now. Cinematography. Mm-hmm. So we have The Irishman. Sure. Joker. Yeah. The Lighthouse, which you've not I've seen. I've not seen yet, and I really wanted to, but there's just not been many showings. Like, mm. I will ways. see it before there are, there are other ways to watch these things. I know, but I really want... That in particular... It's cinematography. I want to see... If I'm going to see one not category <laughs> in a cinema... Cinematography. Come on. I don't watch that on my fucking hunched over my laptop. Fair enough. I think Hyper Picture House has got some showings coming up. Good. Okay. I, I promise you I'll see it before long. And that'd be a perfect cinema to see it in. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, to recap. The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, best cinematography. Okay. Having not seen The Lighthouse, I'm going to put that to one side, even mm-hmm. though I hope it's as good as everyone says it is. Mm. Um, I will predict uh, I will predict 1917. Yeah. I will hope for... 
once upon a time in Hollywood because I think it actually I mean yeah, right. it being Tarantino it had some very iconic shots sure like you know Brad Pitt uh, parkouring <laughs> <laughs> and other things and other things so. All eight of his abs. Yeah. <laughs> Beautifully shot. Okay, sure. Uh, right, next up, writing. Original, original screenplay. Sure. Knives Out. Yes. Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. 1917. Mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. Oh, uh, Parasite. Parasite? Once that... and Predict. Okay, cool. Fabulous. I was so ready to give that to Knives Out, but no, Parasite was so brilliantly written. Yeah. Are you uh, the same? Yeah, uh, I've actually favoured Knives Out, but I've put it to Parasite. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a close second. Yeah. It is very nicely written as well, like very cleverly written, so. I mean, Daniel Craig talking about... The donut the, and the a hole. a donut with a hole in it, but inside the hole is a smaller donut with a smaller hole, and inside that is another donut, and is there a hole in that donut? You make a compelling case, but I'm <laughs> going to stick with Parasite. <laughs> I feel like Knives Out went just a bit more crazy. It did, but I mean, like that's because in, in, in its in its more closing scenes. Yes, it did, but also that's because it's in English. There might have been loads of jokes like that in Paris that we just didn't get. I, mean, I don't think there were. But I'm not sure. Well, it totally wasn't that humour. No, 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 uh, certainly not. No, there, there may have been that level of humour though. Um, okay, so adapted screenplay. Okay, we have The Irishman, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. Joker, mm-hmm. Little Women, and The Two Popes. Not The Two Popes. Nope. I will. Oh, read that up to me again, sorry. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women. I will predict it will go to... I reckon this is what they'll give it the Irishman because they've not given anything else and they're like, oh, we'll give it something. Mm-hmm. I will say I would like it to go to Little Women because that was a really clever adaptation. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, I've favourited Jojo Rabbit and I've predicted Little Women. Sure, okay. Because that one could really go anywhere, to be fair. Yeah, it's quite, I, kind I, of an open I, I category, agree, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't know where that's going to go. Yeah. Um, directing. Okay, oh, we're on to the big hitters now, yeah? Yeah. So we have The Irishman. Sure. Joker. Mm-hmm. 1917. Mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. Again, it's Parasite. Is it? One, Parasite. Predict Sam Mendes. Predict 1917, mm-hmm. which I'd be happy with. It was very good. Mm-hmm. But I would love it if Parasite was able to like really sweep the board. I favourited and predicted 1917. Okay. I know that that one really got to you. Right? Yeah, I really thought that he did something quite special there. He really did, yeah. Absolutely. I would have been a bit torn in this category if Jojo Rabbit had been in there. For the same, for yeah, the same yeah. reason that I voted for Sam Mendes here. Like it's something new for that director, yeah. Well, it's not some, it, it is and it isn't. Yeah. Like, for Sam Mendes, this is new, but it's also... He's done this sort of thing before. Like, he's tested out this sort of thing. This is really showing growth from where a director has come to suddenly their peak. Sure, and I feel like that's where that's what Taika Waititi has done as well. Like he's, Jojo Rabbit is very much a Taika Waititi film. Yeah, oh, 100 percent, no, and, to the core. Yeah. yeah, and I also think that it's it's amazing what he's what what he's done and how he's grown as a director, mm-hmm. and that film shows it very much. Yes, um, but you know the Oscars don't agree, so yeah, there's no question here. 1917 for both. Okay, um, okay, acting. Oh, here we go. Supporting actress, right. Uh, we have Richard Jewell, mm-hmm. Kathy Bates, Marriage Story, Laura Dern, Jojo Rabbit, Scarlett Johansson, Little Women, Florence Pugh, and Bombshell, Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Supporting actress. Uh, can I submit a write-in vote for Jennifer Lopez, please? No. Oh, man. So angry. Okay. Predict Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say I want Laura Dern as well. 
Mm-hmm. Just because I like her, she's great. So what? So what? The f- I've, okay, I've got these ranked actually. So <laughs> I wrote this. Oh, well, you, you've ranked the subcategories as well. Just the acting ones. Oh, I, right. I'm going to do this very quickly. Uh, Margot Robbie is on my bottom. Mm-hmm. Like I thought she was great, very very good, but yeah, it was just the role wasn't anything that I was particularly confused mm-hmm. by. Second bottom was Scarlett Johansson again. Mm-hmm. Loved the film, but I feel like she should have just had a marriage story nomination. Really, I didn't mm-hmm. think it was like that special. Third, Gavi Bates. I thought she was fantastic, but she's already got an Oscar and it was kind of a best achievement in being a suffering mother crying mm-hmm. thing. Second, Florence Pugh. She's had a fabulous year. Wouldn't mind if she won, just as a general, like, totally, yeah. well done for having an amazing year. Like, yeah. three really good films in one year. You know, mm-hmm. she did uh, Fighting My Family, which I've not seen, but was supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midsommar, which she should have been nominated for, mm. and this. So, yeah, that'd be fine. But Laura Dern is the favourite by far. And, you know, she's a great actress. I've loved her for a long time, even though you know, if, if Jennifer Lopez was in this category, I'd be favouring her. But yeah, no. From what from what's there, I'm happy to see Laura Dern one. So is that for both? Yeah, predict and would want Laura Dern. Sure. Well, I, I've said that I would want Scarlett Johansson. Sure. Because I feel like her her role in Jojo Rabbit for well, it, it it was nice and subtle, and it like it it wasn't too big and it wasn't too much, but she was really doing something. Yeah. That no, she was I, good. That, yeah. that, that I've not seen her do before. I mean, mm-hmm. I've also not seen her do what she did in Marriage Story before. True, you've not just seen a lot um, of her that's not been Black Widow, so... Yeah, but... Well, spoiler alert, I've not picked her for Marriage Story. Okay. Um, as, as my prediction, because she's not going to win both. No, she's not. And so feel, are you and, predicting and, and, she'll win this one? And I feel like if she's going to win one of them, which... I think it's likely, because mm-hmm. it is likely when people get nominated twice, they win one. Yeah, sometimes it splits, though, that's the only thing. I'm sure sometimes. Apparently it's likely, though. Okay, sure. Uh, I think she's more likely to win for this. So you think that. she will win? That's your prediction? Mm-hmm. And you want her to win as well? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, that's not what I put here previously. Oh. Mm. No, so I just want her to win for that. No, I, I predicted Laura Dern. Okay, that's uh, probably safer. But Yeah, yeah, no, that, that is definitely safer, because I know that she's been doing really well, even yes. though I really did not think very much of her. Sure. Supporting actor... Okay. We have Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, mm-hmm. Al Pacino and Joe Pesci in The Irishman, yep. and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Do you want to go first with this one? Uh, sure, yeah. So, well, I've just done the same put. I've done Tom Hanks for both. Tom Hanks you want and predict? Mm. Okay. Like, I know that Brad Pitt has been really sort of moving about a bit, Yeah. but I don't know. It, I, I, can, I can see why Brad Pitt won it in the Brits, mm-hmm. but this one I feel like is... If, it's going to speak to a lot of Americans. It probably will, you're right, because a lot of Americans really like Mr. Rogers, so mm-hmm. it might be a really sentimental win. You're and, right. Like, they like Tom Hanks, they like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, it, it does feel like a perfect storm. Yeah. So, I've yeah, I, I've predicted Brad Pitt, because he's won all of the precursor awards, and mm-hmm. it's like, Tom Hanks already has two Oscars, Brad Pitt has none, I think the world just wants, Tom, wants Brad Pitt to have an Oscar. Mm. And so, yeah, I predicted him uh, for once... Uh, bottom of my list is Anthony Hopkins because sure. I just kept forgetting he was even nominated <clears throat> right. mm-hmm. as discussed on our review episode The Two Popes was boring mm-hmm. second up was so Al Pacino versus Joe Pesci how did you rank how would you rank those in like your ranking if you would prefer to get it I'll put Joe Pesci on top you'd give it to Pesci yeah mm. I think I'd give it to Pacino mm. there's not much in it though not much in it I just thought Pacino's character was maybe the most memorable in okay. that film I felt like when I think of moments from The Irishman it's his moments that always stand out to me. Mm. Like, you know, with a gun you run, with a knife, was it with a knife you fight, with a gun you run. What's that mm. line? But, you know, like all that stuff. Something like, like that, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, he has a around, lot of, yeah. that's it. But he has a lot of fun with it. Like, yeah. I just, I thought he was like, hamming it up in a way that was actually suitable to that character. Like that mm-hmm. Jimmy Hoffa character felt. So, I, both very, very good. But I, so I would go, yeah. So Hopkins, then Pesci, then Pacino. Mm-hmm. 
Then Brad Pitt's in second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't love that movie. I didn't love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I can see why it's like kind of playing into his kind of iconic, sexy kind of character persona. It's like it feels like a, a, a sensible way to give Brad Pitt an Oscar, mm-hmm. like achievements in in abs or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, for me, it's the same. Tom Hanks thought he was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So predict Pitt, want Hanks. Yeah. Sure, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay then, Best Actress. Okay. So the nominees are Cynthia and Rivio for Harriet, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Yep. and Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Oh, sorry, and of course, Renee Zellweger, Renee Zellweger for Judy. Mm-hmm. What have you done? I have, uh, so again, I'll go to bottom to top. Uh, so my bottom one is Charlize Theron in Bombshell. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she did it a fantastic impersonation of Megyn Kelly mm. but aside from the fact that it was a very impressive impersonation I didn't think much of the performance or the character as it was written as written mm. I just thought it was like a great impersonation in search of a good role if that makes sense yeah it just yeah. didn't do anything for me apart from the amazing dresses yeah so yeah that's my bottom the second bottom is Cynthia Erivo we've mm. talked about it like she was as good as she could be but the film was pretty poor yeah so it just didn't give her anything to do. It was it just it didn't serve her. Yeah, she will one day be in a better movie, and I would rather she won for a better movie than for this. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Uh, third is Scarlett Johansson. Who oh, I thought sacrilege. I know it was really good. She was really really good. But did you really think that Saoirse Ronan was better than that? Well, I feel like I just really liked Little Women a lot, and it just I, it's tainted it for you. It, maybe it has. Yeah. Mm. No, no, Scarlett Johansson was great. This this is a good top three. Because also, as I was saying about the directors, I feel like this for Scarlett Johansson is this is mental. It's it's, an, it's definitely new territory for her. Yeah. Whereas yeah. for Saoirse Ronan, she, this is what she does. She this, does period this, films. Yeah, yeah. She she does this. And I was about to say really well. Mm-hmm. She does this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my list, and I have, I have put the blueberry. What, what did you put on the blueberry? You, I put the beetroot in second. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah, I really like Little Women and she kind of holds it together. Mm. You know, it, she really carries it with Florence Pugh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my top is Renee Zellweger, who just, you can't deny, it was just a fantastic performance. Is that a prediction as well? Zellweger is my prediction on my one, yeah. Cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, like for me, it was, I, I've gone for Renee Zellweger for both, mm-hmm. but I had to think long and hard as to where, to where Scully Hansen and or as to whether Scarlett Hansen was better at, better than her than okay. us. It's hard, they're very different characters. It's very they really compare, are, yeah. Compare. Like Scarlett Hansen deserves an Oscar for this role. Sure. Like above all others of hers that I've seen. Mm. She may well still get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then when I look back at Renee Zellweger as as Judy Garland, like mm. yeah, I, I totally believed her as that character. Yeah. And it wasn't just an impression. Like, no, it was she. She embodied the character. Yeah, in a really powerful way. Like you forget that that you know it's Bridget Jones. You hundred percent do. Yeah, yeah. From that, it's like it's polar opposites. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is the cat of all. What my one, one of my complaints about this year's Oscars is that it feels a bit predictable. A lot yeah. of the categories feel like a bit preordained, where there's not as much competition. I think if any of the acting ones go a surprising way, this might be the one. Hmm. This is the one where I could see it might. There might be a surprise for Scarlett Johansson, or even maybe like Saoirse Ronan. Mm-hmm. So do, we'll you think, do you think that Brad Pitt is supporting? Is that sure? Of it thing? feels like he's won everything coming up to it. Like, okay. I think yeah, it's possible. But I'm, yeah, it, it, who knows? Mm. I'm hoping there'll be at least one big surprise. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, okay, then. So, penultimate, penultimate category: best mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. We have Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory. Mm-hmm. 
Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Yep. Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Mm-hmm. And some other guy in some religious film. Jonathan Price in Two yep. Popes, yes. <laughs> uh, you take this one first, then. Okay, well, we all know it's not Jonathan Price. No. This is a tough category. I mean, Leo is definitely in fourth place, yeah. but he was great. He was great. Yeah, he was very, very good. This is one of my favourite Leo performances, actually. Oh, yeah. I really did. I, I, pre- I enjoyed him a lot in this. Like, this mm. is... The kind of thing that he does well. Sometimes yeah. I think like he's pushing slight in other in other roles. Mm-hmm. I feel like he pushes slightly too hard, and it's a bit too like capsulitis acting. I will be very bitter if he wins for this for many many reasons. Oh yeah, he's not going to like none more than like I know he's won an Oscar now, mm. but oh my god, all those other roles, all the times that he was and, better, yeah. and this, <clears throat> I understand that completely. Yeah, yeah, but mm. also if he did win it, I think that he'd be he'd be robbing it from at least two people. Sure, no, they're uh, more deserving character. Car- Cat so, character. Antonio Banderas is my favourite to win. Oh, cool. That's, oh, I'm, um, I'm pleased. Yeah, yeah like, I, I really enjoyed his performance. Like, mm. like like we said in the episode, which listeners I don't believe is actually released yet for you guys, um, but will be soon in a couple of days, go to patreon.com. Yes, do. Box please, subscribe. please do, yeah. I really thought that he, he embodied the role very well, and his acting was consistently subtle mm. and very confident at the same time. Yeah, I think it was the most full performance of all of them. Like, he wasn't, yeah. pl- he wasn't playing a role, he was inhabiting mm-hmm. his friend yeah Pedro Almodovar yeah I agree like that that would be like that would be like if Antonio Banderas wins on Sunday that would be the Moonlight La 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 moment like where yeah. the little the little film that could that the probably of all these five films by far mm. the fewest people will have seen this one mm-hmm. and for that one to actually come through for him to win for this lovely sincere performance would be amazing I, I mm-hmm. will jump out off the sofa and scream if that happens mm-hmm. yeah not yeah. to give away what my favourite is, but I think it's prediction. And we've also got Adam Driver in Marriage Story, mm-hmm. who was great. Yeah. And he totally sold that scene, you know, the I wish you would die scene. Yeah. Like, that was that was very intense and mm. completely believable and understanding. Like, mm. I don't know, the way that he managed to say that and you still didn't hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I, I think I think that's down to him. Yes, yeah, true. I think he's really coming into his own at the moment because mm-hmm. he's he's given a couple of like obviously Star Wars has made him a star, you mm-hmm. know, a big star. Uh, he, he's done a few little interesting character supporting roles in like stuff like Black Klansman, mm-hmm. and now this is him carrying a film. I'd, I'm interested to see what else he can do because mm-hmm. now he's shown okay, you've got range, you can act, you are clearly a, a great talent. Mm-hmm. Where else is this going to go? Yeah, like I think he can probably be an actor who has another couple of nominations in a lot of different films before they finally give him one. And I'm interested to see where it takes him. Yeah. Whereas I think Antonio and the actor we haven't mentioned yet, well, DiCaprio has one. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit about Jonathan Price. Sadly. Mm-hmm. No, no disrespect, but no. Um, <laughs> uh, but Antonio, it would be a great like moment for him. Like it, he's, you know, he's, he's a lot older. Like he's probably in his, I think he's like late fifties, early sixties now. So mm-hmm. like, it would be a good moment to like reward an actor who's been in the industry for a long time. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix, who's probably going to win, yeah. is very much you know someone who is overdue. So mm-hmm. it's like now's the time. Mm. Whereas Adam Driver and like it's a, it's a fair role to yeah. to to, to him for, for absolutely yeah. no absolutely it's yeah I'm just saying like Adam Driver can come back in a few years with something else whereas the rest of these guys this might be like the last time you know mm. yeah that's I mean yeah. it might not be look at look at fucking Joe Pesci and Al Pacino and you know in their sixties and seventies and eighties so. yeah yeah. It's Joaquin Phoenix, though, isn't it? It's going to be Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. But yeah. you're the same as me, then. Antonio for favourite. Antonio is my favourite, of course. Yeah. Mm. Well, that would make me incredibly happy. But, yeah, it's 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 Joaquin's to lose, I think. He's just 
dominated. It is an incredible performance. It, it is. If there's any reason the Joker does work as a movie, it's mm. because he is just so like transcendently good in it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's other reasons as well. Like I rewatched it again last night, expecting mm. to hate it. Yeah. And. You know, because obviously we watched it in the cinema when it came out, and then there's just been so, so, so much negativity, much, yeah. so much talk about it, yeah, not yeah. just negativity, just talk about it, yeah. and it's just way too much. And like, there's a lot of negativity towards it, a lot of positivity towards it, mm. and really, it's it's just a film. Yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. And like, so I watched it again last night. It's really good. It actually. is. Like, I, yeah. I, like, I suspected that would be the case. Yeah. And even though it's over, it's what two hours twenty maybe something or, like that. Or yeah. something, like, something like that. It's really well paced mm. I was expecting to be annoyed and bored by most of it yeah. but it's just not it's like oh it's this bit great Yeah, it's yeah it's actually a really good film and it does deserve a lot of the awards that it's got Yeah, like I wish that Endgame had got a lot a lot more of some of the technicals sure like the editing and mixing and stuff like that which Joker got but Endgame didn't sure whatever mm. Yeah, because Joker didn't really deserve those, I don't think. No, I, I feel like it's been... I'm not saying that Endgame did, but like... No, I, it's ridden a wave, definitely. It's yeah. the most profitable of all. Like, this... I, I did a little list of, like, what the money... What the, all the best picture nominations needs mm. gross just in America. And I think Joker is, like, number one with, like, double whatever number two is. Right, I forget yeah. what number two is now. Um, let me look. Oh, it might be 1970... I think it's... Oh, no, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's oh, yeah. made, like... In America alone, worldwide might be different. It's made about $150 million in... Mm the USA, and Joker's made $335 million. So it is runaway the most financially successful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably feeding into why it's just sweeping everything. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't agree with that because, okay. well, then look at Endgame. Well, yes, I know. <laughs> but when it's, it's like the magic combination but, of like an Oscar-baity film. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, yeah, it, the reason why it's got all these nominations is because it's an awardee kind of film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the Oscars entry this year, just to be like, yeah, yeah, combat movies, we acknowledge you. All right. Yeah, sure. You know, last year was Black Panther, this sure. time it's Joker. Yeah, there's always one, yeah. Yeah. You know, next year it's going to be Birds of Prey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, well, anyway, without any further ado, best picture. Okay. So, uh, my ranking, Okay. if I may, bottom is, of course, Little Women. Little Women is your number nine. Number okay. nine. Uh, oh, are you just going to go from bottom to top, or are we going to like do the thing where we talk and we do one each? I'm just going to go bottom to top, and you know, maybe we'll talk talking through on yours. Just yeah. Okay, fine. I'll get mine out. Okay. Number eight, Irishman. Sure. Yeah. It's long. It's way too long. Mm. It shouldn't be that long. I know that there's a lot of a lot of art and cinematic integrity that's gone into this, but it shouldn't be three and a half hours. Long. I've yet to meet anyone who like legit enjoyed it in real life. Like, mm. Obviously on film, Twitter and stuff, there's people who like really rave, but I've yet to meet anyone in real life who was like, wow, I was really great from start to finish. Yeah. Everyone's been like, it was kind of too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Like it's very difficult to sit down and watch that all yeah. in one. But I don't think it's because it's three hours long. I think it's because it's three hours long and it's quite slow and boring. Mm. Yeah. And just meandering and yeah. like it, a, lo- it, a lot happens, but also... Nothing really happens. Not, not, not very well and... For me, it just never tells you why you should care. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. yeah. Next up, number seven, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. For me. Like, it just never really stood out to me. It felt like a bit of a swing and a miss. Yeah. The majority of the film felt like that. Sure. I was expecting a bit more from it. Mm. I was like, oh, great, Leo and Brad with Tarantino. This is going to be good. Yes. Uh, it just wasn't as good as I expected. No. So it's low down the list for that. Ford v. Ferrari, next. Mm-hmm. Just because it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Like I said before, it's, what, two and a half hours long or something, but doesn't feel boring even slightly. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely worth something. I yeah. did 
really enjoy it. That was a good... Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Above that, I've got Joker. So this is a six? Joker's at six? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Joker's at five. At five, sorry, okay. Yeah. And then at number four, I've got Marriage Story. Okay. We're heading up to the, the high points now. Yeah, and then this is where it gets really difficult. Because mm-hmm. these... They're just about all the same for me. But yeah, number three is Jojo Rabbit. I thought that'd be the case, yeah. And then number two is Parasite. Number one is 1917. Oh, wow. So 1917 survived Parasite. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, my favourite then is 1917 and also my prediction. Is, you predi- it, well, yeah. My, that, that's I, a, probably a, a fairly safe prediction for the win considering just how well it's been doing so far. Yeah. Like, it's, it's clearly one of the, if not the talking points of this year's Oscars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what about you then? Okay, so my number nine mm-hmm. is Ford versus Ferrari. Fair enough. Just because I, I thought it was a very good, well-made film. Of everything in the best picture lineup, mm-hmm. if there was one that just lifts right out that you wouldn't miss, that you wouldn't be like, "Oh, that was snubbed," mm-hmm. it would probably be this one. Yeah, I totally agree. Like it's the one that neither of us predicted. No, like we all we we both got eight out of nine, mm-hmm. and this was the one that neither of us thought. Like you thought Knives Out, I think it was. I, thought, I think I thought Knives Out was going to get it. Yeah, I thought you thought the farewell was which, it. Yeah, yeah, which, which I, just didn't get anything. I've yeah. still not seen. No, I, I really want to. There's so many films this year that got nothing. Mm. I, well, the, I was thinking that we could talk about that in the um, in the reaction episode. Do a snubs one. Yeah, there's more time because I'll yeah. try and see Lighthouse before Sunday if I can. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not just Lighthouse. There's, no, there's, there's lots other, of there's snubs. Others, yeah. there's, I will talk for a long time about Hustlers. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's Hustlers. There's sure. Um, there's Uncut Gems. Have you watched Uncut that? Uncut Gems. Yeah. There's Honey Boy. I've not mm. seen either of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we'll save and that. The, but... and, the, and the farewell, definitely. Yeah. So we'll park that. But yeah, for me, it's not that it's a bad film, but it just feels like. I don't really understand why it's here yeah. compared to the rest. Yeah, that's that's fair. It, it's just, it feels like it's a well-made, solid meat and potatoes, you know, with some good editing, mm. racing story. That's great. But I just don't understand why it's in... When there's so many interesting films that didn't make it. I get that. But I understand why the other... The, the three that I've ranked lower than that, which was Little Women, Irishman, and Once Upon a Time. Uh-huh. I understand why they're all nominated. Sure. But I don't agree with those reasons as to why they are. No, like, and that's yeah. Like like Little Women, I fundamentally did not like as a story, sure. and as a film. Sure. And so for me, like it's just it's got to be at the bottom. That's I understand fair. why it's been nominated because I know that many people don't have the same opinions as me. Yeah, no, and that's fine. Like, and The Irishman that's been nominated just because it's uh, Martin Scorsese. It's mm. you know, and the kind of film that it is. You know, it's a big sort of swan song film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, well, it's a Tarantino film. It legally needs to get nominated. Yes, it's in the contract. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't agree with any of those reasons for those mm. films being nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I understand, and I totally agree with you, that Ford v Ferrari doesn't feel at home in this list. Sure. But also, what I would say is that I'm almost slightly disappointed this year that there's nothing that I really dislike. In the sense that there's nothing that like, there's it's not like I, a hacksaw ridge or something. I don't have any strong opinions particularly. Like there's there's a couple that I really like, mm. and there's a lot that I think are, yeah they deserve it. But like I, I'm missing like a vice or a mm. hacksaw ridge. I'll be like that was shite. Yeah, like there's nothing in this list is shite. Mm-hmm. I know you like, have strong opinions against Little Women, but for me there's nothing that I, I can really like root against. Mm-hmm. Which in a, way, in a way is its own kind of fun on the Oscars to be like what no hacksaw ridge was garbage. What do you mean he got two Oscars? Like mm. you know. So even though that's my bottom, it doesn't mean that I think it was a bad film. Yeah. Or even an undeserving film. I just don't quite understand why of all the films that were like 
sniffing around the bottom of this category, that was the one that pushed through, other than the fact that it was about something that straight men like, mm. which is fast cars. Yeah. So that's my number nine. Yeah. But still a good film. Yeah, that's fine. Number eight, The Irishman. Okay. Well made, you know, well acted, lots to recommend it, but ultimately pretty boring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think in the fullness of time, when this Oscar season is over, most people who would like really praise it, you know, I'm sure some people sincerely liked it, but I think history will judge this film for being not as popular as people try to make it out to be. It's not going to go down in history like The Godfather or something. No, it'll be, oh, and then he made that other film. Or even Goodfellas. No. And I think if there's one film this year that is nominated for like eight or nine categories, which it says, and literally goes home empty-handed, this could be the one. Yeah, it's got ten nominations. I could see this being like a no-win. Like I can't think of. I can't. Remember, I can't remember. Well, I've, it... I've actually got a little, um, um, a little some, some stats planned mm-hmm. just to work out what we have actually predicted as the biggest loser. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah, I'll based, save that then. Based, but... based on how many nominations they have not won. Okay. Well, I can see this being a film that is nobody's favourite, so it doesn't mm. win anything. Or certainly I can't see it winning a lot of the major categories. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah, it's fine, but quite forgettable. <laughs> Number eight is Joker. Uh-huh. Uh, seven, sorry, seven is Joker. Seven, yeah. Seven, seven, yeah. 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 yeah, same as you. Like, I've not rewatched it, and maybe if I did, it would be a little bit higher. Maybe it would be a little bit lower, but... Mm. It's so hard to have, like... I feel like it, I think you were right to rewatch it, because I think it's so hard to have a an opinion on Joker at this point that's not coloured by all the noise around it. Yeah. And this feeling that people just really take against it all. Well, it's... To be honest, it's difficult to have an independent opinion, like, even after rewatching it, because sure. the serious way that people have taken this film, mm. it does taint it completely. It does, yeah. And also, maybe that's... I mean, clearly the Oscars don't think so, but maybe that's the same thing for other popular films like Endgame. Mm. You know, there's just so many people shouting and raving about these films, and I yeah. know that I'm very much one of them. Sure. That it just puts people off. And I really do feel put off by Joker, and I imagine you're the same. Yeah, a little bit. Just by how many people are just shouting about it online, whether it's good things or good bad for, things. Yeah, it's just like, just calm down, it's just a film. It's yeah. just a film. What really bugged me, and we don't want to do a whole discussion on the joke, but like, one of the things that I thought was really weird was that when it came out and people started really criticising it, and like, like I, I'm absolutely here to listen to valid criticism, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always open to be like, because I'm very much aware of, you know, white privilege, whatever, being like, you know, okay, maybe there's things that I'm not noticing, and I'm I'm happy to hear that, but people were talking about how, oh, this film, people are going to, like, white lunatics are going to take this film and they're going to go and, they're going to be shoot-ups in cinemas. This is going to inspire serial killers. Mm-hmm. And so far, it hasn't. Mm. Like, it's been which, the biggest film of the year, which, I'm thank very, God. I'm yeah. very thankful for. Yeah, thank God. But, but it's interesting that, like, it felt like the people who really hated it were, like, almost hoping that would happen. So they could be like, yeah, mm, we predicted yeah, it. This yeah, film caused bad things. But it actually, I think it's really interesting that it hasn't. Mm. And it's been out for a long time. And it's made shitloads of money. And it's been put on such a pedestal of being mm. like, this film is going to affect things. And actually, people just seem like they've taken it for what it was, which is like a film. It still just is a comic book movie. It's just a film. At the yeah. end of the day, that's all it is. And that's the way that people have taken it. Like, mm. they've really taken it to heart. And they've, you know, it's it's become a lot of people's favourite films. And the sure. film that they will go back to and rewatch many, many times. Yeah. And so has Endgame. Yeah. But you don't see people trying to kill half of the people in the world, do you? No, no, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, it's I mean, fun. Endgame's too. I don't, I don't uh, think no, anyone... Uh, you're right. Endgame's not the best example. But, like, look at Fight Club, for example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People are like, this film has a bad message. Yeah. yeah it's mm. it, it's not really inspiring people to do that. No. 
It's and like sometimes that's possible. I don't. I don't think this film was doing that, and I, I don't think that's the rea- the result that has come through. Yeah. No, Thank God. Yeah. No one's knocking down skyscrapers because they watched Fight Club. No, no, no. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So a lot of noise. Maybe I'll rewatch it. I will rewatch it at some point, and maybe mm-hmm. I like it more. Maybe I like it less. But right now, I'm putting it at seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Number six is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Similar reasons to you in that I feel like the more I think about it after watching it, I, I, there's a lot that I think, oh, that was really good. That was interesting. I like that. But then when I think back to when I actually watched it, I remember being, pre- I remember being pretty bored. Mm. So it's more like, like I've got... I remember it being too long. Yeah, but like I've got good memories of it, but I think they might be tainted by a lot of other people who liked it more than I did being like, oh, that was a really nice scene. Oh, that was lovely. But when I actually watched it, I was like kind of... Yeah, mm. drifting off a little bit. It's so. like three hours or something. It is. It's all, well, It's not quite Irishman, but it's definitely a, like a, 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 a solid two hours plus. Like mm. probably smooth over two and a half. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What happened to Tarantino just doing shorter, smaller films? Did like, he ever? Reservoir Dogs, wasn't that a bit of a... I know that was like his first one. That was, yeah, it was, I think like most directors, the more successful he's got, the longer they've got. I <sighs> think. That's not good. Like shorter films... Are very I often better. Yeah, I would love to know if there were any like directors over sixty, like famous, revered directors mm. whose films have got actually gotten shorter. Let's have a look at Spielberg. Maybe. Uh, I feel like he might be an exception there because a lot of his films are very sort of like, his early stuff is very epic. Yeah. Yeah. He's not really done many epics. He did Bridge uh, more recently. He's done Bridge of Spies, but True. like I feel like his films average over two hours. But yeah. Mm. But yeah, compared to like the, the, some of the old stuff that's like was clear and free yeah so maybe yeah but sure yes so that was a seven that was at uh 9876 just because yeah good again i'm looking forward to revisiting it but it didn't at the time i was it didn't blow me away Mm. uh five is marriage story okay sure i thought this was beautifully acted Mm -hmm. Uh, i thought it was very well written very clever Mm. lots to recommend it I still can't really get over the massive amounts of like rich white privilege that were going on there. I was like, sure. if only this film was about people who genuinely had to work for a living and had actual problems, mm-hmm. it would be so much more interesting. Yeah. But it was very much like, oh, this is what happens when rich New York LA people get divorced, and oh, <laughs> how terrible for them. Like, yeah. And it did, you know, not to be well, no, it is terrible. For them. Not to be clear, but it, it is like it does but, really make you feel for is, what they're feeling. It's yeah. not quite relatable enough for you. No, I, I just think you could have the same story, but even more compelling if it was people who like just didn't have options you know mm-hmm. the options that these characters had yeah but it was it was you know for what it was it was a lot of fun well you know very sad but also very funny <laughs> and there was a lot of fun to it laura Dern was hilarious the scene where adam driver cuts himself is mm-hmm. it's a weird phrase to say but it was very funny you know mm-hmm. like in, in a kind of weird comedy of cringe kind of way like, yeah there was a lot to enjoy in this film there were a lot of funny moments and very sad moments as well like yeah i, yeah, I think i'd watch it again yeah, I think I'd watch it again. Yeah, yeah I, I could maybe see myself watching yeah, not it. Yeah, like, I'm not in a rush, but mm. I think maybe I would. We'll see. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to bring it to the podcast anytime soon. Don't no, worry. thank God. Yeah. Uh, and then, so. The sequel, they get back together. Yeah, there's not much there. Uh, okay, top four now. Yeah. And these are all films that I'm actively looking forward to watching again. This is a good top four. Mm. Uh, my fourth one is actually your number one, uh, 1917. Really? I really like this film. I thought it was really, really good. It's just that war films like maybe don't do it for me as much as they do it for you. Or, or, I don't know, like, this was really, really good, but of the top, all the top four, this is maybe the one that I would be less inclined to watch again. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen it in its perfect form, in, mm-hmm. in an IMAX. Yeah, I, I could understand that. So I don't really feel like what watching it a second time would... Because so much of it as well was about the exper- the physical experience of watching mm-hmm. it and being really gripped on the edge of your seat, not knowing who's going to survive, who's not, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so much going on. 
I don't know what I would get out of a second viewing where all my top three are like, I want to watch it again and like find different yeah. notes that it's playing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, a re- like this is a solid top four. These are all mm-hmm. excellent films. Yeah. My number three, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit. Okay, yeah, that's yep. totally fair. Yep, really, really good fun. Great moment for Taito Akizi. Taito mm-hmm. Was that right the first Taika time? Taika Waititi. Taika, it's K then T. Taika Waititi. Great, great moment for him. Like, he's really coming into his own as a director. Like, mm-hmm. a really bold move. Yeah. Fabulous cast from start to finish. Top mm-hmm. to bottom. Everyone was just firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Just really, really, really good. Yeah. No complaints yeah. on this. Yeah. Definitely can't wait to watch this again. Totally. I've recommend maybe the film that I've recommended to the most people. Like, just outside of, like, film. It's the most accessible from this yeah, list, really. Yeah, it's one of, If someone says to me, like, which of the best picture nominees is just a really good film to watch? I'd be like, watch Jodie Rabbit. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll have a great time. Yeah, yeah. like you're not going to say, oh yeah, Marriage Story. Yeah, go Oof. for it. That's really, yeah. The Irishman's yeah. really going to grab you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, this was very, very good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then it's between uh, Parasite and Little Women. Mm-hmm. So I, there's a possibility that I have put your, like normally we agree. I think you've put Little Women at the top. You think I have? Yeah. You're wrong. Really? Yeah, I, I really had to think about you it. You rated it a 10, though. I know, and I only, I know, I know I only gave Parasite a 9. Mm-hmm. But then, I, again, I was thinking, like, which one am I going to watch again? And I'll probably watch both again, but which one would I am I, like, keen to watch again? Mm. And which one am I going to want to tell people, like, you must watch this film at least once before mm-hmm. you die? Like, Parasite is just head and shoulders. It's just a true original in, you know, in a fairly flat year. It's a truly original film and so f- clever and Do you not think Little Women is pretty original? Well, it's been remade four or five times. So <gasps> no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Look, I've not done what you thought I was going to do. Don't rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> Take the victory. <laughs> yeah. No, Little Women, I really, really liked a lot. Mm. Really, really. I, I, I think Little Women just caught me at the right moment. I think I was just in a, in a weird mood the night I watched. I'm not to like... Take away the 10. I, I stand by my 10. Mm-hmm. But I think I was just in a bit of a funny mood the night I watched it. It just really hit me in a way that maybe it wouldn't have hit me on a different yeah. set of circumstances. Whereas Parasite, whatever mood I was in, I think I would have been like, this film is incredible. So, sure. Yeah. Now, just quickly, uh, I know you said that Little Women was a 10. Um, is Muriel's Wedding still your favourite film? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, God, Little Women hasn't topped that at all, no. Okay, anywhere the, near? No, the top three remain unimpeachable. Okay, or oh, top three, huh? My top three have been in place for a while. I'm trying to... I, I don't think... Although, as you know... I did re reevaluate recently. Okay, so my top two are pretty set in stone. Hmm. Uh, that is Muriel's Wedding and The Little, Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. They're my top two. Yeah. My third one used to be The Hours, but recently I've really got into Almodovar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not Pain and Glory, obviously. Mm. But he did a film called All About My Mother, which I think that might be my number three. I think it probably is. That's right. that's a fabulous film. Sure. So, yeah. Maybe we'll do it one day. I think you'd like it. If you, yeah. Now that I know you liked Pain and Glory, I'm more keen to let you watch the like bring in more Amadova. But yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. But we'll see. But that's uh, a great film. Sure, okay. Now what is your prediction for winning Best Picture in the Oscars twenty twenty? I predict that nineteen seventeen will win. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the way the wind is blowing. I can see Parasite surprising though, because I feel like it really makes people like excited. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's a, there's a comparison to be made between last year when people thought Roma might win Best Picture, mm. and then it didn't. But I think the difference is that Roma, and I really liked Roma. Don't get me wrong, and I know mm. you did as well. Yeah. But I think Roma was more of that kind of film that you're supposed to like. That like you know you watch it and you're like, oh, this is the film that like everyone says is a masterpiece, and 
oh yes I can see this is a very good film but I'm, I'm a little bit bored you know what I mean? like, yeah. whereas yeah. I think Parasite like genuinely is exciting and I think people truly unreservedly love it mm-hmm. so I, I think it might just surprise people if, if everyone who's voting has seen it which is you know a stretch because it's mm. a foreign language for me it might put people off but I can see it pushing through but I think the most likely outcome is that because the Oscars, the Oscars the Oscars are often quite conservative mm-hmm. so I'm going to say that I still think 1917 will take it and will deservedly so it's mm. a very very good film yeah no problem with that it's definitely not a green book you know no oh god <laughs> Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I guess that wraps that part of the show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do a little bit more here. I've got a whole other table in this spreadsheet. Okay, sure. And basically, it adds up all the Oscars here, and it compares them to how many nominations um, that film got. So I can say that my favourite film to win the most Oscars this year... In terms of the ones that you predicted the most? In terms of the one I picked the that most you favourite. Yeah. Was 1917. Unsurprisingly. Which I gave five favourites to. Okay. Of its Of its ten nominations. Okay. Also, it is my predicted with this. I'm not sure if it's the exact same, but also five nominations okay. from its ten predictions. Uh, you, on the other hand, your prediction was also 1917 with four nominations. That's the one I predicted the mo- to win the most categories. Okay. Yeah, to win the most Oscars. Yeah, yeah, four. Whereas your favorite was actually Parasite with five. Oh, great! I'll stand by that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I have also worked out the biggest loser. Oh, okay. So this is uh, more of an overall stat between the two of us on average. Mm -hmm. So the biggest loser is, in fact, a joint between Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman. Did either of us give anything to it? You predicted one for each. Oh, so... Which which means it's at minus nine. They're both at minus nine. Right, okay. I didn't give it anything. You favoured Once Upon a Time twice. But yeah, you 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 predicted each of them once and they're both on minus nine. Joko, minus eight. Mm -hmm. You gave it two predictions, I gave it one. Um, and then the next is minus six with jo- uh, Jojo Rabbit. I mean, most of the best pictures are there because they've got most nominations. Sure, sure, like, sure. Like yeah. nineteen seventeen is there in like tenth place or something. Yeah, There's like thirty films. Top of the list, mm-hmm. the biggest winner. Okay. Of this is Rocket Man. Really? It, it's had one nomination, and we have predicted it. We've both predicted it for that nomination. And oh, I'm, so it's got it's most nailed on to win the one thing that it's yeah. Like, oh, I see. Okay. So we, as as beyond the boxer, as a as, as a team, mm-hmm. we solidly predict that one that will win is, best, is, 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 best is, song. Is, yeah, is going to win most of the Oscars it's nominated for. Okay, now if Taron Egerton was nominated for best actor, Oof. where would he sit in your ranking of best actor? Okay, let's see. We've got Antonio um, Antonio Banderas, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Joaquin, and Jonathan Price. I think mm, it's definitely top three. Yeah. I think just above Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, really? Yeah. So behind Banderas, but above Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I like. I wouldn't. I could put him as number one, to sure. be honest. Mm. Like, he was fantastic in that film. Mm. I think it was an amazing role for him. It was. It was great. Because he brought just the right level of ego to it. Yeah. No, he was fan- He was great. He I, was I, fantastically yeah. cast. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm pretty sure Antonio Banderas came fifth... I would say he was like the most snubbed, but yeah. I would I would never trade them out. I always want Banderas to be in there. So yeah, yeah. I just think the four. Well, I mean Price. Yeah, maybe Jonathan Price came fifth. I don't know. Like I feel like DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix. They were those three were always going to be nominated, mm-hmm. and then there were two that could have like maybe been in and out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe Tyrone Edgerton could have taken. I, I would happily kick out Jonathan Price for Tyrone Edgerton. Yeah, that would be a perfect oh. category for me. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I feel like there was a, maybe a danger that they would have kicked out Antonio Banderas, which I would not have been happy with. So, yeah. No, yeah, that's fair. Mm. 
By the way, interesting little bit here. Parasite. Okay. Um, you gave it five favourites, your maximum. I didn't give it any. You didn't like it for anything? Wow. Apparently not. Interesting. I mean, I really liked you really, it. But it, was, it wasn't your favourite in any category. No. Okay. Yeah, which is... I feel, yeah, I feel like it was in a lot of... Because it wasn't in any acting categories. Mm. None of the actors were nominated. Pardon? None of the actors from Parasite. Like, it's very much yeah. an ensemble film. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. Did anyone stand out for... I know this probably it's the same with you. Did anyone in Parasite stand out as like the one actor? Have you had to give like one acting nomination? Or is it too much of an ensemble? I'd say to the dad as like... The dad was great, an, an, yeah. Any one main character, but yeah. multiple people could have been eligible for the main character for, sure. for, the, for the best actor. Yeah, the son was like very much category. in it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, But then it could also be the best supporting. Yeah. Just like whatever they thought. Mm. But clearly, no, nothing. Okay, yeah, so that is actually the end of the That's episode. Okay, now. we're done. Okay, Brilliant. So... Thank you everybody for listening. Thank, Thank you, you for uh, being a Beyond the Buck Site subscriber. And mm-hmm. if you do want to hear our full thoughts on every one of these films, well, every one of the best pictures and all the acting, um, you can go to patreon.com slash set where we have reviews up there. Uh, most of them right now, some of them coming in the next couple of days, all before the Oscars on Sunday night. And they're all free to listen to. You don't need to be a Patreon subscriber to listen to them. You can listen without paying us any money. But if you feel like it, then please do yeah you know we we, we'd be very thankful it's a few extra benefits you get you also get a 30 second advert slot on the main show you get uh once every month we pick at a patreon to uh, do an episode also on the main show you Mm -hmm. can guest on it if you want you don't have to though you also get access to our main uh, sorry to our exclusive facebook group and extended episodes also on the patreon yes so yeah go to patreon.com forward slash beyond the box set for all of that stuff and more yeah, subscribe for as much or as little as you think we're worth. And that, well, John, that is it for the Oscars. We've already we recorded all our episodes. So this through is, the season. This yeah. is us done. All that remains is to actually watch the ceremony and react to it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Sunday night. John might yeah. be tweeting live. Who knows? Mm, I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> for as long as I'm awake. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to. I just suggested that. No, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, see. I'll see. I like to focus. <laughs> I like to actually watch the show. Yeah, though. yeah, no, it's a bad idea. Um, John will be thinking about it live. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Telepathists, you can tune yes. in. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be doing a reaction episode shortly after. Maybe, maybe on a Monday. Oh, no, probably will be. We're doing probably a, will be, yeah. We're, we're recording we'll, on Monday. Yeah, we'll yeah. record on Monday. We'll put it straight out there. Just um, straight out, unedited. Just, yeah, yeah, with you know, full hangovers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. A peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that. Cool. Great. Who are you hoping for most? Who, who do you... What's, what's your one award that you really want to want to be given? Like, if I could pick one thing... You know, like, last year it was Olivia Colman. Sure. I think it's Antonio Banderas. But I really don't think there's any way it's going to happen. So it's kind of, like, mm. a bit... It's a bit... It's a bit of a null... It's a bit of a null one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of... What, everything's so predictable that... Well, I say that. I hope I'll be wrong. I love it's so predictable this year. Okay, I will say, of something that might happen, mm. and this is no disrespect on 1917, which mm-hmm. I really think is amazing, and I'll be perfectly happy to see it win... If Parasite beats 1917, that would be the kind of surprise I could get on board with. To best picture. To best picture, yeah. Mm, yeah, I could, I could totally get on board with that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't be annoyed. No. Like, I really think 1917 deserves it and it is going to yeah. get it. it. Yeah, I think there's, I think it's safe, but yeah. if but that happens, I would not be complaining for Parasite would be a fantastic yeah. one to win. A really interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's it for me. I'd really like Scarlett Johansson to win for something. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's the other one who's nominated twice? Uh, no, that's just it. Margot Robbie was nominated twice in the uh, BAFTA Awards. Ah, oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And yeah. did not win any, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'd like Scarlett Hansen to win, but it's not the end of the world. No. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's... 
it doesn't feel like it's the end of her career or... No, or, she's or, got other opportunities. Or like Olivia Colman, the perfect time in her career. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just she did a good role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great. Okay, finally, that's it. Okay, let's we're go done. To, let's go to the pub. Let's go to the pub. Cool. Great. <laughs>